Welcome to the call. Great to have you, audience. You are listening to Real Relationships on BH365 with Dr. T. Good morning, Dr. T. How are you this morning? Good morning, Sister Joe. I'm doing well. How about yourself? Doing fantastic. It's always a great day when I um, get on the line with you and talk with you um, with real relationships, because we always have these fantastic topics. Don't you think so? (laughs) Oh, man, all the time. And it gets better and better. Yes, yes. Yes. Well, today, Dr. T, I think what we want to do, we want to own this topic of reclaiming your atmosphere. Hmm. recognizing what doesn't serve you right now. I Hmm. think that's very important because when we talk about reclaiming, we are talking about reclaiming and taking ownership of ourselves, our true selves, and what rightfully belongs to us. So I have an incredible quote before we jump right into this. And it says, and it's a definition of the word reclaim. It says to demand something of value because you believe it belongs to you or you have a right to it. That's reclaiming and taking ownership, that you have a right to it and it's valuable and it belongs to you. It's time for us to shift because right now you're going to talk about this shifting our atmosphere. Because it's time for us to begin to think again and realize what kind of value we have as individuals. Because I think, Dr. D, we have lost that. We have lost that with so many things that's been going on in the world today. So Mm. reclaiming the atmosphere or your atmosphere, that's our topic today. I love the topic. And I I agree with you, uh, Sister Joe, that the atmosphere of the world has, has indeed shifted. And I think that because it's shifting, people don't understand how to reclaim the most importance of reclaiming the environment in which they accept themselves and their behavior to and and how they react to people. I mean, you know, you think about this in Fortune 500 companies, they're successful. But because, you know, our skill sets gets us in businesses and gets us to do things, our skills will always be there. But the main skill, I think, that really supersedes in in the world and and wherever you are in church or in in life is your ability to be able to get along with people. It's just the simple things. And and that that sets the environment of the relationship that we have. And when the relationship has shifted in the environment along with how we are, then we don't treat people right. We, We start internal. We start externalizing what we internalizing. And I think we got a world that is so stressed out on things that they are getting frustrated that they can't get back what they've lost. They're trying to reclaim it. I agree with that. It is so much going on and it Mm -hmm. makes it really tough. It makes it very, very tough for you to move forward and be tough or be strong yourself because there's just so many different things going on at one time. We're not talking about one thing hitting at one time, but multiple things that are going on from the pandemic to getting sick during the pandemic, to being diagnosed with different diseases, to, you know, to the weather, to all this stuff really does affect us behavioral wise, correct? 
Oh, absolutely. And, and I remember a quote that you once said about uh, Robert Schuller. The one, go back to that quote that you had. You said, tough times never last, but tough people do. And, and I think the toughness with people, I remember this one quote that says, until we deal with the past hurts that hurt us, we'll continue to bleed on people that didn't cut us. Mm. And, and it's the bleeding out that we're doing on people. It's the, it's the way that we uh, respond and react and how we even uh, set the environment in interrelationships with people because of the things that we haven't dealt with and things that we haven't reclaimed, the values that we had. That's so true. And, and you tapped into it, the things mm -hmm. we have not reclaimed because yeah. we we lose so much when we hurt. We lose, you know, so many things, whether we had a peaceful mind, whether we have a strong heart, whether, you know, we have good relationships because of these hard and difficult times it changes us as individuals and some of us don't don't get stronger we actually regress back and we become depressive depression mm. you know depression sits in and that's mm. happening strongly right now that mental depression people are not knowing how to respond to these difficult times correct oh absolutely absolutely and it's because they don't understand there's there hadn't been a too much of a value placed on values. There's been a, a there's been a mispromotion on values or a wrong promotion of values that have caused us to choose negative alternatives. And mm -hmm. you know how we are. I mean, the brain is set such that it protects itself. We talked about that before. And with with beyond this experience, it won't go beyond that. Meaning that it'll only take the thing that protects you from doing something. So it prevents us from choosing something higher. And seeing the higher thing of us is always dealing with things. And we don't understand that when we get challenged, that's an opportunity to take the high road instead yeah. of the low road of staying where you are or going lower. See, that's the protection mode. When you stay where you are, we want to mm -hmm. shift in neutral. We don't want to do nothing. We want to stay in neutral and not move. That ain't the way. That's depression. Or we yeah. go back. Yeah. But you got to go higher. And when, what we want to talk about today is the higher values of taking ownership, how to yeah. recover, how to recoup, how to regain. Those are things we want to talk about today and give this audience something to step out on. Yes, absolutely. Taking ownership of your atmosphere. Again, I, I love this quote so much to demand something of value because you believe it belongs to you or you have a right to it. I mean, that's mm. just so powerful to me. That's how you reclaim and take ownership is understanding that you have a right. And all it's saying is to your authentic self, to who you really are or who you once were before all this happened to you, you know, mm. and, and, and recapturing and recovering, and regaining that skill set that got you through that put you above and not below or, you know, that good behavior or those good decisions you made before all this happened. Because we're in a recovery period in a lot of ways, in a lot of areas of our lives, whether it's financially or whether it's spiritually or whether it's mentally. We're constantly recovering right now. And mm. we're trying to reclaim our authentic self because we've yeah. lost that because of so many pressures and so much going on right now. There are some ways to do that. Talk about that, um, Dr. T, some strategies of reclaiming ourselves. Well, one of the ones, and that's a great question, Sister Joe. One of the ones are 
you have to explore your values. We, 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 you know, I heard that um, Dr. Field talked about the fictional self or the factional self. It's, mm. it's the fictional self that we have learned from our, from our, from our raising up. We have put fictional things. And what are fictional things? Fictional things are things that we tell ourselves that are not truly ours. It's stuff that either people have told us or stuff that we believe that people have told us. And we haven't dealt with it. We haven't wrestled with it. So it hadn't become, so it's become a value, but it's become a value that we haven't owned ourselves. It's something that's put on us. And so many things of life is trying to shed that, but you got to begin with exploring. It takes an exploration of understanding your values and understanding yourself. You got to find the courage to be your true self too. And you got to make statements and decisions that, that have, well, your decisions mainly have consequences, right? Mm-hmm. You gotta we make got those to, statements and decisions consciously, not just haphazardly. Is what absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. You got to speak it, and because that's where the the war is in the mind. The Bible mm-hmm. says, "Let this mind be in you that was also in Christ Jesus." He considered he, a lot of things. He considered it happens in the mind, um, and, and we have to release patterns and beliefs that no longer serve us. Now, that's huge, right there. <clears throat> Releasing. Release patterns and beliefs that no longer serve you. Sometimes we are taking old beliefs and we're trying to take them in future platform and they mm. can stay on the same stage. That's why that's why the tension is there, because it's the height that we in which we need to grow from something. We can't stay in immaturity in the old past release patterns that we have because it won't shift us in the whole place of, like you said, reclaiming the values and beliefs. That 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 no longer get us going where we need to go, and 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 all these little negative patterns of of wanting our way, winning too much, passing judgment, telling the world how smart we are, trying to show out, refusing to express regret, not listening, you know, claiming credit that we don't reserve, we deserve all these things. These are negative patterns, and uh, one of the other things we also need to do is we need to make inquiries to discover what we truly believe. And that's what we're kind of talking about. You got to go in and do the hard work of understanding yourself. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage, doesn't it, Sister Joe? Yes, it does. It takes a lot of courage. And the reason why it takes courage, because it takes honesty to see myself as I truly am right yeah. now, not mm-hmm. as I truly was. It, we want you to look at the way you were, but we want you to look at the good or the things that's going to move you forward when you're looking at the way you were. But we need to pay attention to the now is what I always say, because when you begin to really inquire about what I'm doing now, how I'm doing it, why haven't I did this? You do those kind of truly belief discoveries. You're going to find out you're going to begin to do the hard work. And that's not easy because the worst thing, sometimes the worst thing we could do is look in the mirror and really look at how we really are because we haven't overcome so much. Absolutely. And we don't want to solve things. When when we when we blame things on other people, where it's always somebody else's fault, it's always something they can do. When you if you don't take ownership, you can't go up. You can't, you'll stay where you are because you're really not dealing with it. You're pushing your we, we call it this psychology, we call it displacement. You're placing what you really need to deal with, what's placed on you, onto somebody else. In other words, you're saying that this ain't this this load that I'm carrying. I'm going to put it on somebody else and let them carry my load. But mm. see, there are some loads that we need to carry yeah. because the loads that we carry will make us stronger if we carry them. 
And there is a point where you got to release that. But we first have to carry those things and deal with them and explore and, 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 and do those conscious examinations of things that we're dealing with in order to get better by them. But some, so for some reason, we think that, you know, when things too heavy for us, we just put it on somebody else. And, you know, that, that's just uh, shifting your responsibility to someone else. And we don't properly deal with it. So like I said, that's the high road. We first have to deal with ourselves and our own loads. The mm. Bible talks about us, about us carrying our loads, right? It right. talks about that in the word of scripture, carrying our own loads. And sometimes in relationships, you know, we either carrying somebody else's load and they they immature, they don't grow, or else we shift our loads on other people and we don't grow ourselves. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love those five strategies. And I'm going to sum them up again before we move on. One is to explore your values, Dr. T said. Two is to make statements and decisions consciously. Three is to find the courage to be your true self. And then four is to release patterns and beliefs that no longer serve you. And then mm. five, inquire to discover what you truly believe. Now, one, wow. <laughs> those are so good, Dr. T. And I'm going to tell you mm. something. A lot of times we can't get to any of those because of what's weighing us down. And mm. I call those dagger zones. Those, da <laughs> <laughs> those dagger zones. Well, like and I encourage people, you have to discover your dagger zones and you have to know how to face them. OK. Mm. And when I say dagger zones and I know you can expound on this psychologically, dagger mm. zones are those distractions that are um, happening that keeps you from your true self or the better version of who you really are. So it's the things that's causing you to fall backwards instead of move forward, or the things that's causing you to be backwards instead of taking the high road. And because of that, you can't reclaim the atmosphere you're in because you're letting it, these daggers just come in and poke you. Because the thing about a dagger, Dr. T, is that when it pokes you, it hurts you, it mm. wounds you, and it mm. also can kill you. So yeah. it's our decision what we're going to do with these daggers. And that's the hurt and pain and the people that are causing us to go the wrong way. It's all these negativity, the negative things that are in our life. And we call them the energy suckers that are keeping us away from our true self. Those are dagger zones. We have to we have to discover them. We have to look at what's keeping me from that. And you got to pull that dagger out of you. But here's mm. the thing, like you said, when you pull the dagger out of you, you're going to bleed. And it's yeah. how you patch it up and get up and move forward is what's important. So how many daggers do you have in you that's keeping you from being your true or better version of who you truly really are? That's what we have to consider when it comes to reclaiming our atmosphere. What are these dagger zones? So that's what I mean, Dr. T, by dagger zone. And you can expound on this psychologically here. Well, what you're talking about, you are you are levitating in, 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 in the studio today because it reminds me of my sister when she's a gardener. She's a master gardener and she planted some plants. And within the stems of these green plants, there are things called suckers. And mm -hmm. suckers, suckers are always perched between where the branch connects to the vine. See, those suckers know just exactly where to perch themselves 
on something that is vital and growing and that has a good flow. See, a sucker prevents the flow. That's why the sucker has to go. You have to pick <laughs> that sucker off of, at the juncture of where the branch meets the vine. There, there is a there is a natural flow of nutrients. But when those little suckers get in there, the suckers prevent the vitality of all the nutrients of that plant to be branched off into other areas where that plant can grow. So therefore, what a sucker does, a sucker stops you. Mm. A sucker stymies your growth and prevents you from growing. And it prevents the flow, right? So mm -hmm. think about the Holy Spirit. What is What sucker is preventing you from relying totally on the Holy Spirit from flowing in and in, in you in a in a relation in a relationship. You got to pluck those suckers out because the suckers ain't gonna let you grow. No, you they're know, not. <laughs> it's, it's time to pick them suckers off. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is because we won't grow unless we do that. And so my sister showed me that on a, on on some plants, and I thought it was kind of you know with meaning in real life about how things prevent us from growing. And we have to do the hard work of removing those things that are preventing the Holy Spirit from working in us and through us and from us becoming our true self in Christ. Mm -hmm. So that, and sometimes crisis and trauma can come. Those are external suckers. Mm -hmm. So how do we deal with those things? And it's we have to important. honestly realize that they are sucking us away. Because oh, in, in, the, in the most important thing here is the reclaiming and the taking ownership of who you really are. OK, and the yeah. way you do that. And here are some ways that I'm thinking that people can actually um, move forward in getting these daggers and suckers out of their life. And I want to say something about the suckers. My sister calls it dream suckers, people Ooh. who actually take away your dreams. You honestly need to be around people who are going to encourage you, not Absolutely. discourage you. People Absolutely. that can help you reclaim and discover your true self. I believe that wholeheartedly. Me too. Me too. Unless you surround yourself with the right people, you will not be able to get over these dagger zones and you will not be able to pull them suckers off because the Absolutely. suckers will overtake you. You Absolutely. have to. And as we're saying, you have to take ownership of what is rightfully yours. And here's the question. Here's what's important right now as you're reclaiming. Do you know what that is? Mm, that's the question right there. That's the question. Because we're looking at that spiritually, do we really know what's rightfully ours spiritually? Mm. Do you know? You absolutely, if you don't know, you need to find out. Yeah. You know, oh, that's so true. And that we got the word of God as a Christian. We got the word of God and tells us what we are. It's like the man in the mirror who left the word and they said they forgot. He forgot what, you know, when he left his, when he looked into word and then all of a sudden he forgot and he left it. And you forgot what he looked like. And so a lot of times we got to, we do have instructions. God has given us the word of God. He's given us the spirit, the Imago Dei, the Jesus and the, Holy, and the presence of the Holy Spirit that lives in each and every believer to tell them, you know, and guide them into, you know, who, who they're becoming. So we got everything we need. We just don't need to be overwhelmed with all the external things that are coming to us. And uh, just don't believe all the external hype and don't get, and then we need to reclaim our value. That's mm. what we need to do. But it takes the work of the Holy Spirit and us yielding to that to mm -hmm. stay away from all these suckers and these danger zones, these energy suckers. 
Yes, yes. Yeah. We need to stay connected with the present moment, I always say, and listen Absolutely. to your instincts. That's very, very important. Not to the problem or the person, but right. to the spirit of the living God. You need Amen. to listen to the spirit, not the problem or the person, because sometimes people are too focused on the problem. And the problem overwhelms them and it, and it causes them to, you know, this, these negative responses. And then they listen to other people trying to tell them what to do. And you can't do that. You That's absolutely right. can't do that. You can't listen to other people. You have to listen to the spirit. And then we have to take actions that are consistent with our core values, as you're saying, and a sense of purpose. We've got to know those things. It is a must in order to to move forward and take ownership. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there are some things, again, to consider and you could give us those things to consider as we're reclaiming and taking ownership. Well, we have to change the way we talk to ourselves. Uh, you know, that self-talk, negative self-talk doesn't get us anywhere. Uh, we have to improve the way that we talk uh, to others as well as to ourselves. I mean, that stuff we tell ourselves, we have to find balance. We have to know our sense of worth. Christ died for us. Create your own happiness sometimes. If you can't get it from your external stuff, create your own. Be proud. Be proud of what God has made you and be proud of yourself. Mm -hmm. Work hard. You know, that's truly uh, something that uh, we really need to do and exercise and eat healthy. Proper self-care is important. Absolutely. One of the quotes that I found that goes along with what you just said, Dr. T, it comes from uh, the book of Serenity. It says self-love is the greatest medicine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes, I, I really love that quote because it's saying here, self-care is important. We got to take care of ourselves because I think if anything, we're going to change these habits. We got to recognize our own habits and we got to accept who we really are. And we got to love who God's created us to be. Am I right about it? Oh, so, absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, all the things that you're saying I think is fantastic. And I know we're at the top of the hour here, but all the things that you're saying is fantastic. But more than anything, something that I really believe in, and you always tell me this, is that having self-worth and understanding who you are. There's some statements that I love, and I'm going to let you close after I finish these statements, that I think people need to grab to in order to reclaim their atmosphere, in order to have this owner taking ownership of themselves and becoming authentic and knowing themselves. They need to say, I believe in myself. Mm. I am just as valuable as other people. I would rather be me than someone else. I am proud of my accomplishments. I feel good when I get compliments. I can handle criticism. Mm. I am good at solving problems. And I love trying new things. Just oh, some statements of self-worth. Oh. We got to do this every day. This is yeah. the work here. This is the hard work you're talking about. Absolutely. That's a change of mindset, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Affirmations. Those are beautiful, Sister Joe. That those are those. I'm I, I'm jotting those down right there. Those are those are thoughts to live by. Yes, absolutely. The number one in one is I believe in myself. And I think that's what you're saying here, having value 
in your beliefs and in yourself again is what's going to get us to this reclaiming, reclaiming ourselves, reclaiming the gospel, reclaiming mm-hmm. the, the way we walk, the way we talk. It's going to heal us. The best way is to believe in ourselves. And I'll Absolutely. let you do the closing here. I think this has been great. Reclaiming your atmosphere is just awesome. It's just an awesome topic. I'll let you close out. <laughs> Philippians 4 8. Let me let me read that. We're reading Philippians 4 8 in closing. Okay. Finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is a, a good report, if there's any excellence, and if there's anything worthy of praise, here it is. Let your mind dwell on these things. And and I like what you've got. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. We've got to change the way we think. Awesome. Well, you've been listening to Real Relationships with Dr. T, the people psychologist, encouraging you to reclaim your atmosphere, learning to take hold and take ownership of who you truly are. Are. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next time. All right, all right, all right.